everyone, and welcome back to Can't Hardly Wait Minute. The podcast where we analyze the 1998 graduation party classic, Can't Hardly Wait, one minute at a time. I'm your co-host, Aaron. I'm your co-host, James. And Minute 35 begins with Stoner Guy jumping off the stairs and going over to Denise. Uh (sighs) Uh-huh. And it ends with the nerds on the roof and... The dark-haired nerd is saying, look, I am telling you, that patch of sky right over there above those power lines is like a super highway of UFO activity. Yep. (laughs) What will will the other X-File say to that? We'll have to find out on Monday. I guess we'll find out on Monday. So, stoned guy jumps off the stairs and goes over to Denise. And licks the side of her head where the brown has hit yep just full on now remember i just mentioned that this guy has a giant long face so he Mm -hmm. opens his his maw and his tongue goes from the bottom of denise's face to the top it looks disgusting i bet it was hilarious like i I, think yeah they they are in six feet under together like they've played opposite each other i bet they are buds and i bet that was hilarious um i feel like hilarious but also still gross like i don't so gross yeah i there are people in my life who i love very very much and i would do anything for them but like you know my husband my children you but i would still be super grossed out if any of you just licked my face yeah sure no that and that and that seems fair that seems fair to me (laughs) like please please don't do that i think this beats um the playful seaweed throwing from crossroads in terms of like, ugh, you don't know me almost at all. Why have you done this gross thing to me? I think licking the face is grosser than than gross seaweed throwing in, at the beach. Yeah. But it is chocolate, so it's sort of closer than I might have thought it would be. But uh, anyways, yes. Gross. Gross. So gross. So, so then, so after he does the face licking... The, the violation, the tungle violation. Tungle is one of oh, the grossest thing I've ever said. Tungle is a terrible <laughs> word. Oh. Oh. That's. Oh, God. Episode title. Hate okay. It. Um, he giggles. Tungle violation. <laughs> that is the episode title. Yes. yes. Uh, he, she looks disgusted correctly. And uh-huh. he giggles. And I think he says something like, well, don't want to waste it. And then he. Yeah floats off into the ether like (laughs) yeah yes yep and that's that exchange (laughs) is a mess and she's looking like she needs to figure out a thing to do we cut to kenny yep who now has his pants lowered so as not to burn himself again and he's drying them and looking at the condoms Mm -hmm. which are trojan condoms Mm -hmm. may i tell you about trojan condoms i would love to Trojan is a brand name of condoms and sexual lubricants manufactured by the Church and Dwight Company. Office fans will be horrified to think of Church and Dwight and sex in the same place. (laughs) Um, Trojan condoms were started by Merle Leland Youngs in the 1910s after he moved to New York City. Something about Church and Dwight, Merle Leland Youngs, and the 1910s is the most gross origin story (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes. The major condom manufacturer before Young's was Julius Schmid, 
who made condoms from animal intestines starting in the 1880s. So that'd be like sheepskin condoms. Yeah, yeah. Um, they don't call them sheep guts condoms, though that's just because they're cowards. <laughs> <laughs> um, around the same time, Young's developed reliable rubber condoms under the brand names Ramsey's and Chic. So okay. when um, Merle Leland Young's was starting Trojan... Oh, no. Okay. At the same time Julius Schmid was starting the animal intestines thing, Young's was doing Ramsey's and Chic, and then later he, he started Trojan condoms. Ramsey's okay. and Chic, though, I think... Ramsey's, I think, is still a going concern, though I didn't look it up. Um, anyways. Uh, due to the Comstock Law of 1873 and many similar state laws, condoms were sold as protection against disease until 1957 when the law was repealed. Many pharmacists were reluctant to sell sex-related products... So consumers often purchase condoms in secret in the back rooms of bars. Oh. As of 2006, 70.5% of condoms purchased in the United States drugstores are Trojan brand. So. Okay. Trojan. It's the Coke of condoms. Yep. Coke-dums. So anyways. No. Um, <laughs> that one didn't work. He's Sorry. No, no. You need the N. The N in condoms is necessary and it just was gone. Yeah. Um, Conctums. Okay, that worked. Okay, so he, well. he, uh, he says to himself, I better double bag it. I don't know where that girl been. Which, like, judgy. Like. Yeah. I mean, protection is good. There's a couple things wrong with this statement, though. <laughs> Starting with, I don't know where that girl been, which, right. as you said, judgy. Right. And then moving on, or I guess stepping backwards to the part where... Wearing two condoms is just going to make your condoms break, my dude. Interesting. I hadn't thought of that angle before. Yeah, I had always... I believe we were told in sex ed that one condom is sufficient. Right. Two of them, the latex will rub against itself. Like, the Mm. two pieces of latex will rub against... Like, create friction and make them tear. So you don't want to double bag it because then you are more likely to catch an infection or get her pregnant or whatever right regardless of where that girl been yeah exactly but also let's not talk about where that girl been how about we talk about where that girl's boyfriend's been good because he's the one who was sleeping with some sophomore exactly and we all know about and if he was sleeping with well i was gonna say if he's sleeping with one sophomore we don't know how many other sophomores he's sleeping with. how many sophomore he's sleeping with exactly Um, exactly So here's the, here's the, I want to use the word mise-en-scene, but uh, I don't know if that's correct. So here's the scene. He has, he is blow drying his pants back to the door, Mm -hmm. which is open, as we recall. It's a jar. He's blow drying his pants, looking at condoms. Mm -hmm. I believe he has the strips of condoms in his mouth. Yes. He's got two strips of condoms, like clenched in his teeth yeah because he also he's got a blow dryer in one hand and the kama sutra in the other right so then denise walks in of course Uh uh-huh and um as my note says haha so then denise walks in to see him blow drying his pants with a bunch of condoms in his mouth looking at the kama sutra and kind of humping the air yes (laughs) yeah she and remember, his pants are around, like, down by his knees at this point. Right. So his, like, he's wearing his boxers. Right. But his pants aren't on. 
Well, and he's hunched over because he's he's drying yeah, his it pants. It kind of looks like he's jerking off, right? With, a little bit with like con like looking at the Kama Sutra. Like it, it's all it's all bad look. It's a there's real a, bad. Uh, yeah. When she first walks in and sees him pants around his ankles, humping the air, she prob her first thought is probably not. Oh, he's drying his pants. Sure, right. He he she he's blowing himself, but like not. Uh huh. That doesn't make any sense. Anyways, um. <laughs> So my note then says, she screams, he screams, he yells to shut the door, by which he meant get out, and now they're locked in there. Yes, because she does shut the door. Right. He says shut the door, and she shuts the door. With her on the inside of it, which is Yeah, she kind of almost, like, I it, it doesn't seem like she shuts, he yells shut the door, and she shuts the door. It seems almost like in her scramble to get out of the bathroom... She like steps backwards into the door. Yeah. And it closes. Yeah. It doesn't seem like she intent he was like shut the door and she's like, okay, slam. Right. It was very much a there was like a scrambling happening right. and the door closes and she can't get it to open. Right. Because if you'll recall, it's sort of broken. Right. And he comes over to help. Hashtag uh-huh. mansplaining. Um yep. hashtag man Pants. helping. Right. Yeah, pants still around his ankles. Uh-huh, he waddles over. <laughs> yep, yep. No, I guess he has now pulled his pants up, but they are not fastened. He's, like, clutching them around his hips. Right, Kind right. of. Right. But they're so baggy that they may as well still be around his ankles. Exactly, exactly. Uh, so then they're pulling at the doorknob. The doorknob comes off in their hands, and they scream, like, No! As the door, or as the as the camera, like a ghost leaving the bathroom, mm-hmm. flies out of the bathroom and down the stairs into the party where no one can hear them because yes. the music is so whatever. Yes, and out out the window to the boathouse where the X Files are discussing what or what is not a superhighway. Yes, did you notice what was happening with the band at this moment? Right, they are fighting. I have that too. Yes. Yes, so Breckenmeyer breaks the drummer's drumsticks. Right. And Donald Faison, the drummer, retaliates by ripping the leg off of an action figure that was tied to the microphone stand. I did not see that at all. There's a blue action figure. I swear to you, it looks like Genie from Aladdin, but with legs. So I don't know what it was. You know, you know how Steven Tyler always has the leopard print scarf, scarf tied to sure. the mic stand. Yeah. So this appears to be some sort of homage to that, but it's like an action figure, I like wonder if it was zip like beast tied to the something. mic stand. It might be Beast. It might be. Um, isn't there a blue guy in Watchmen? Sure, I don't know. It Watch, could be, uh, I don't uh, know when Watchmen. Manhattan, Professor yeah, Manhattan I don't know when something. Watchmen came out. It it was not clear. Because you, cause you kind of see this, like, as the camera is flying past them. But this thing is, like, zip-tied to the mic stand or whatever. And so the drummer just grabs its leg and breaks it off. And he yells something that I couldn't hear. Let's see if it's in. What he yells, according to the transcript, is, Look what I got now! I got the... And then the camera is out the window. That is hilarious. It Yeah. I had not noticed that the microphone stand had an action figure stuck to it. I'm going to have to go back and, and look at that. Yeah, if you can figure out what the action figure is, 
let me know. Man, I am excited to try. I'm nervous, though, because I'm like, it could be anything. It like, looked big. It looked almost like Barbie doll height as opposed to like traditional action figure height. Oh, interesting. I wonder so if it was it like, was... Um, what was that? G.I. Joe Ninja. There was a blue ninja. It was like Genie from Aladdin blue. Like right. that shade of blue. Right. Okay, well, I will look into that. Okay. Um, and, and hopefully uh, find out at some point what it is. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Let's do social media. We are on Twitter as a podcast at JE underscore Minute Movies. But individually, if you know what the blue action figure is, you can tell us there or you can tell me at Unabashedly Aaron. Or you can tell me at Unabashed James. We are proud members of the Scavengers Network, and we have a Patreon for the network. It is patreon.com slash the Scavengers Network. For $2 a month, you can get access to a ton of really awesome bonus content. We have audio bonus content. You get it not just for us. You get it for all of the shows across the network. Right. But that's going to do it for us for this week. So Mm -hmm. on Monday, we will find out... The answer to something. We, on Monday, we'll find out what uh, the other X-File has to say about that cluster of stars right. being an, a, an intergalactic superhighway. Right. I was like, we said something about, we'll find that out on Monday. And now I've yeah. forgotten what we said. Yeah. I'm glad yeah. you remembered. Yeah. But it is now late. It is yes. past my bedtime. And as mm. you know, time is honeys. Go to bed. Hot dogs. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.